Size Five Movies. This is one of your co-hosts, Chris Gasper. This is Frank Pelicoon. Uh, you are listening to part two of the Spin Chagrin interlude, where we make Frank watch movie trailers and get his assessment on how much chagrin he might have. Um, if you didn't listen last week, we covered a number of horror movie trailers that I had Frank watch, and now we're getting kind of to the main event here, where we're going to have Frank watch drama and comedy trailers for upcoming movies and get his assessment of those. Um, so, Frank, uh, I am going to first have you watch this this week the um, one that kind of was the genesis of this whole idea, which is the Noam Baumbach adaptation of White Noise. Um, oh starring, my God, yeah. st- starring starring your boy Adam Driver um, and playing the wife is Greta Gerwig. Um, so I feel like they should have done this 15 years ago and had Zach Braff like do it because I feel like he's anyway. You think yeah. Okay, oh, who would you who would you cast as the wife um, uh, against Zach Braff? Hmm. From that time period, yeah. I don't know. Well, before we get into this, let's um, let me ask you, like you know, like you were the one that had me read Delillo's novel um, fifteen plus years ago. Um, you were the one that told me I shouldn't go ahead and read it. Um, how do you feel about like the Delillo novel? Uh, I don't really remember it that well, honestly. Yeah, I remember um, Metropolis. I think right is what it's called. Mm-hmm. A lot more than mm-hmm. White Noise. Um, I don't know why I would have you read White Noise. Uh, I think that was when I might have been doing that independent study for Gen X um, literature, and you told me I should go ahead and read DeLillo and specifically White Noise, probably. I mean, that was back when I was reading like a hundred books a year, so, Mm -hmm. or something like that. I mean, I used to read like two books a week. Sure. Yeah. Good old days when... um, we were um literate yes yes <laughs> all right yeah. it's just a different type of uh literate now right um well you yeah, ill. Doing that. All, right. <laughs> 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 all right let's go ahead and check out this it's only a minute long uh let's go ahead and check out this white noise trailer and um see what you think the fucking immediate race it just jumps right in they don't look scared in the crown victoria yeah, they're laughing. These guys aren't laughing. Where? In the country square. What does it matter what they're doing in other cars? I want to know. How oh, fucking no. eight. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it so much. Uh, uh. Earth is good, Jack. As long as the children are here, we're safe. Adam Jarvis making himself look old, though. What's May the problem? May the days be aimless. Let the seasons drift. Do not advance the action according to a plan. It feels like a movie that should have been made 20 years ago. Yeah. 
No, it's 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 true. It feels like it's like past its um right past its time. It feels super pretentious. Um, I guess that makes sense. You know, look what you're adapting, I suppose. But sure, uh, yeah. I I will watch that movie. <laughs> uh, I think I will hate that movie. Right. It might take me three sittings to sit through it. Uh huh. Because I'm sure it's going to be like three hours long. Yeah, I haven't actually looked into that yet. Um, I can look real quick, but um, it is getting a limited theatrical release, even though it's Netflix. But it will be premiering on Netflix on December thirtieth. Um, so it's quite a while off. Yeah, Uh, Um, I kind of wish they would have filmed it in more of like an '80s film stock, and I think there's definitely some influence from Close Encounters and. And it, it it feels Spielbergian in a lot of ways, mm-hmm. which automatically annoys the shit out of me. I think so. Why is that? Yeah, two hours, two hours and sixteen minutes, but it will have nine minutes of credits at least. So it's it's just a little over two hours. I mean, Adam Driver automatically turns me against <laughs> anything. I, I I know, I know. I hate that fuck. Um, I, he he's acting though, like whatever. Look at I hate him. Him. Got if anybody's a hate the face, fucking uh-huh. Adam Driver is a hate the face for me. I really like Adam Driver, so well, um, go watch some white noise then. So it's interesting that you say that. So the next trailer we're going to watch is um, will be coming out in theaters on November 11th. It's directed by Steven Spielberg. It is a lifelong passion project for him, um, um, starring Paul Dano and Michelle Williams in the lead roles um about a young child who um wants to grow up to be a filmmaker it is called the fablemans um what the the fablemans fablemans Mm -hmm. yeah f but it's f-a-b-e-l-m-a-n-s oh that makes a big difference i'm 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 at a seven run this trailer right (laughs) um all right you were like, we'll watch some dramas. I like, I I can get down with a good drama, but you didn't. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't. I, 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 I did. Uh huh. Uh It's PG thirteen though. I see. Visual trailer. Right, thematic elements. Gabriel Labelle, that's the kid's name. Which you never forget. Well, it's definitely Spielberg. See that Porter guy sliding there? Yeah, I see it. Uh huh. The lights change how everything looks. It's hard to find our house. Ours is the dark house with no lights. In this family, it's the scientists versus the artists. Sammy's on my team, takes after me. I hate this trailer so much. What kind of movie are we gonna make? Oh my god, it's like every Steven Spielberg movie's been compressed into one movie. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You dismiss what he does. It's playful or imaginative. You could afford to be a little encouraging. She should have been the concert piano player. 
What she got in her heart is what you got. You can't just love something, you also have to take care of it. It's more important than your hobby. Can you stop calling it a hobby? Mom got a monkey! Why'd you get a monkey? Because I needed a laugh. Mm, yeah. Uh-huh. always have to be the center of attention. Stop I need a laugh that right now. nothing but disrespect from you! I'm your mother! Family, art. It'll take oh my god. <laughs> what's wrong? What? Tell me, what's wrong with Judd Hirsch? I mean nothing. I don't know what huh. to do anymore. You do what your heart says you have to. I mean, that's like Oscar bait, right? Hey, just to say the least, yeah. <laughs> I, um, I have no interest in that. What's wrong I actually with really despise a lot of things that are happening there, so I'm not going to disparage anyone's childhood or sure, whatever. I, like, But the anti-Semitism in it seems kind of cheap to me. Although I don't know, who knows how it like plays out. Mm -hmm. um, here's another movie that's considered a classic that I despise, which is Cinema Paradiso, which is very, I don't know, like not 100% similar, but you know, the tone is about the, the wonderment of cinema, like mm -hmm. the wonder and the awe of like being in the theater with the illuminated screen and whatever, being drawn into film. And obviously it's something that like I kind of hold dear because i feel the same way about movies but mm -hmm. i hate the preciousness of everything and i hate the fact that there's some you got to watch this kid grow up mm -hmm. i don't know I, it's but you like coming of age stories what's the problem i don't know that it's a coming of age story i mean i it's i can't explain why i don't like it i just don't i just it's very it all feels very breathless to me and i i can't stand that style of filmmaking like i like things to be grounded and yeah <clears throat> they got a monkey because he wants to film a funny scene with a monkey and make the mother seem like an eccentric and when she's there dying of cancer or whatever the hell she's dying of in the one brief scene in that yeah i mean I, it's just, oh that's it's so all... oh that's that sounds like me that's like the most cynical thing that i think i've heard you ever say it's on the podcast because it's, it's it's fake fucking emotion i can't stand <laughs> that shit oh you don't think the you don't think the monkey there's gonna be like a funny scene where it's like you realize like you know what if, what if what if the monkey eats something and dies um is it, it a date a poison date all right yeah all right um like there's gotta be there's gotta dart, be a tie there's gotta like be a tie-in toxic, toxic <laughs> gotta dart. be a tie-in to that monkey um i think the fucked up thing is that like you know in what else like, I can't... In, like, January or February, I'm going to end up having to watch this movie, probably, just because it's, like, you never know from trailers, and it's, like, I'm going to have to watch this fucking thing. Right. So, our friend Orion talks about movie tropes that he hates so much, and mm -hmm. I don't have as many as he does, but the sign exploding as somebody drives past it mm -hmm. to illustrate, like, some kind of momentous moment in a person's yes. life or in the film fuck that shit 
and fuck Steven Spielberg in 2022. Like, just retire. I, I don't need to see your goddamn masturbatory childhood fantasy movie. <sighs> All right. So, to as a companion piece, a little uh, bit, slightly to this, is a movie. Um, it's Sam Mendes' new movie. Comes out in theaters <laughs> in December 9th. Um, stars Olivia Coleman, Colin Firth, and Toby Jones. Um, it's called Empire of Light. It also has elements about like filmmaking and stuff like that. Um, well, I guess we'll have to hold on, wait for the Ziploc commercial to end. Um, this is another moment in the podcast where I will pimp out YouTube Red. <laughs> what um, what's feelings on Ziploc? I mean, I use their products to. You make sure my food. you you make sure you use a block though, and not like a a generic. Uh, for bags, yeah. Yeah, same. I can't I can't do with the great value bags or whatever. Yeah. Like it's got to yeah. be a Ziploc bag. Agreed. Yeah, it, it Ziploc. Um, just they, I don't know. they hold up well. They keep food fresh. They actually make really high quality um disposable tupperware containers that i love because they're super cheap and they keep hmm. food fresh and if you ruin them or whatever you don't feel bad about like throwing them away because they only cost you three dollars for a few or whatever so yeah no it seals in freshness um it really does give us money yellow and blue make green baby it's sealed so this is empire of light fairly short term it's just static frames with darkness in between. Hmm. I'm a little more intrigued. In your optic nerve. So if I run no, I have 24 lost. frames per second, it creates an illusion of motion. An illusion of life. So you don't see the darkness. I just see a beam of light. Where does this take place in Australia or something? I don't know. I think I think it's UK. And nothing happens without light. Oh, it definitely is. I think it's Britain. I really like the way they film projection and the theaters. I really like the look of the movie. Yeah. Um. Like yeah. I don't, I don't know if I'll enjoy the the content of it, but um, it's really it's really pretty looking. Yeah, it's kind of Antonioni esque. Yeah, a lot of those yeah. shots, You're right? The way that he films the architecture and the openness of like you know nature and empty space. Yeah, um, I don't know. That's like a a four or five. Yeah, um, I I think it could go into places that I um I don't that, care for. That movie's gonna make you cry though. I'm telling you that. Look, Olivia Coleman, everything I've seen her in is fucking lights out every single time. Like she's she's fucking amazing. So um it wouldn't surprise me. Um and of course both of us are big fans of Tommy jo Toby Jones. Um I like the idea of Toby Jones being the projectionist too, because um it's one of the things I really enjoy about that Burbian sound studio is his technical uh when he's like the ultimate like technician and perfectionist when it comes to sound and stuff i like that idea of him in the yeah i do too you know that um peter strickland's um new movie is up on uh 
Shutter right now, right? What's it called? Uh, some food shit. I can't. Some food shit. <laughs> but um, mise en look. place. Flux Gourmet. I think it's Flux. Oh, that's him. Yeah, that's him. Oh, yeah. yeah, I have no desire to watch that movie. So avant- I guess some kind it. of avant-garde horror. Um, but it got all right. So here another much newer but big name director, um, Damien Chazelle, um, who directed Whiplash and La La Land. Um, has a movie coming out January 2023 called Babylon. It stars Brad Pitt and uh, Margot Rob- Robbie. Um, so, have you heard about this yet, Frank? I believe I may have seen this trailer, but let's let's oh, do okay. it. Okay, right. It would have just been the past couple of days. It just came out like this week, or maybe I read about it. How about you? Sorry. If you could go anywhere in the whole world, where would you go? I always want to be part of something bigger. I love that answer. Something that lasts, that means something. Something yes. more important than life. Yes. I don't know if this is 20s or 30s, Clinton but... The stars. I am the star. Definite period piece. If I had money, I would only spend it on things that were fun, you know? Not boring things like taxes. I just want for everyone to party forever. Um. When I first moved to LA, signs on all the doors said, no actors or dogs allowed. I changed that. And now, y'all ready for something different? Oh my god, there's gonna be tap dancing in this movie. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Brad Pitt's being wild, though. Yeah. You know what we have to do? We have to redefine the form. Map those dreams and print them into history. Look up and say, Eureka! I'm not alone. There's the top dancing. <laughs> he just. <laughs> uh uh. I'm in so much trouble, Manny. We have to live now. What I do means something. I mean, it feels like... You thought this town needed you. It's bigger than you. You're Gene Smart having a career renaissance. It's the most magical place in the world. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's things about this that I like, but... Maybe, like, it's got some, I can't think of a good, like, Citizen Kane. Mm-hmm. Yep. I like seeing Brad Pitt in that kind of goofy, mm-hmm. super excited role, but it reminds me sort of some parts of Mank, almost. I can um, see that. And then, like, obviously, like, the opulence of, like, Xanadu and Kane, I, I kind of see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mixed with 
like there's definitely some cotton club influence there which really bothers me sure it's time period though yeah and i hate that time period so that's also gonna really bother me (laughs) i don't know i mean that's something that i'll watch a year from now when it's you know streaming on prime or something sure um and i have a feeling i mean here's the thing we we've never talked about this much on the podcast but it's like i think both of us are very very keen from watching so many movies and watching so many trailers to like understand maybe what a movie is based just on watching a trailer and i think that trailer is deceptive in focusing on a lot of comedy set pieces yeah, I think it's a crime or like a grifter's drama, maybe or something. Yeah, I, I think there's a I think there's a lot more depth probably in that movie than the trailer is actually showing. Um, in terms of like, you know, things that actually make you feel, things that like, you know, like are actually like intense and dramatic. Um, I, I don't think it's they're they're trying to portray it as a comedy, I think. Um when it's not completely a comedy um i mean basically to me it looks like something like boogie nights set in the 30s yeah that's an that's an interesting way to put it um and we just talked about whiplash recently his first movie on the podcast um a month ago or so and which i'm a huge fan of and have you I can't remember. Have you seen? I don't remember. Did you see La La Land or did you skip? No, nah, I haven't watched it. It's worth watching just from a filmmaking standpoint. Um, it's a it's a decent story with really good filmmaking that elevates it. Um, and a really good performance from Emma Stone. But it's um, he's got talent like from both of those movies that I've seen, and I'll, I'm interested in watching whatever he does. So like, it's a thing I'll definitely watch and I'm slightly interested in, but I'm still on the fence on him. I don't know if he's like, kind of like ultimately like this one hit wonder that got lucky with his like second movie or whatever. Um, I'm a big fan of Margaret Roby. So I, I am too. Yeah. Um, she really won me over with her Harley Quinn performances. Yeah. And I, I like her and, a lot in like Wolf of Wall Street and Yep. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood as yeah. well as that role maybe. Um yeah, I um there there's definitely a presence there that um you know uh and she doesn't have to talk in order to do it. Like she 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 knows how to use her face really well in terms of performance. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this was one another one of the genesis points of this. And I know you've seen one of these trailers, but I don't think you've seen this specific one. So as a gap between the dramas and the comedies here, um, I want you to watch the first Black Adam trailer. Oh. Um, which I saw in the theater, I think I saw Doctor Strange. Um, but any opportunity to talk about Dwayne, I'll take. So um, <clears throat> let's go ahead and watch the um, official trailer number one for Black Adam. Black Adam. What have your powers ever given to you? Nothing but heartache. 
I do like the look of Pierce Brosnan in that role. Yeah, his Doctor Fate. Mm -hmm. Then I was reborn a god. My son sacrificed his life to save me. Um. Something that's really bothered me in recent years mm -hmm. is the indigenous people score, I guess. I don't mm -hmm. know how else to say it. Like, I don't want to sound like a racist, but I'm just not a fan of, like, the yulating, like, tunelessness, kind of. Mm -hmm. One of the things I like the least about Dune. Mm-hmm. Well, I do. I hate that shot. <laughs> when he gets hit in the head with the fucking fake crowbar or whatever. What is it supposed to be? It's a baton. Yeah. So... You can be the destroyer of this world. Or you can be its savior. I don't know how much I really like this trailer. I think the second trailer is much better. That's up to you. I love the idea of this movie because there's a comedy spot oh I, I like the comedy spot ah. you like the rolling out the windows yeah I like the fact that their van looks like the mystery machine too I think that's <laughs> so I love Dr. Fate and I like Hawkman a lot and I actually like Black Adam as a character quite a bit so mm -hmm. to me it's i mean i'm predisposed to really want to see this movie and i like shazam a lot and it's the same universe so yeah in like fact it's building it's building towards a black adam versus shazam movie from what i understand since uh, apparently i don't know dc that well but i know you know a hell of a lot more than i do but apparently they're kind of like frenemies in the uh, universe, I think. They're enemies at a lot of different points. Yeah. Um, because they represent like opposite sides of the same coin where Shazam gets his powers from uh Zeus, I guess. I think. I don't, I don't remember that well. Uh Black Adam gets his powers from like the Egyptian gods, but it's the same thing where they're basically like invested with the powers of you know the immortals kind of which is why they're so strong and like nigh invulnerable mm -hmm. <clears throat> to quote the tick um but yeah i mean i i think that i think dwayne johnson is perfect for that role um i think that it i i don't mind those comedy elements like i know that you're not super down with them all the time but like to me that's where comedy works especially like that thing where he catches the rocket like and then rolling up the windows like I don't know that shit, that shit makes me laugh every time. Like the remember we were talking about that in the Ferdinand spin chagrin, mm -hmm. where I was talking about how like the one thing that made me laugh was these bulls are looking down at this dude in this like little compact car, and he just like rolls up his window all of it like slowly, like that's somehow going to stop this like right, thousand pound right. bull from destroying his car. It's like like oh my gosh, like we got to roll up the window like that. I that's I, the thing that's I, I, I think you. more than rolling up the window. I think the thing that I fucking hate about it is like the 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 moonwalk basically like backwards from the rock with that fucking shroud around his head or whatever. Like I fucking despise like the like the the shot um of that um. 
but I'll watch it because I watch most of those things. Um, and look, we talked when I talked when I talked about Red Notice at one point last year during um, one of our bonus like post Quick Cage episodes of watching Red Notice. It's like they they're always pairing the Rock with somebody, right? It's like you know. How does the Rock and you know? Here's the Rock and Kevin Hart. Here's the Rock and Ryan Reynolds and Red Notice. Like you know, it's like you know, like let's put these two like you know mega stars together and see what happens. I think the Rock Zach Levy is probably a pretty good combo. Yeah, like I think it's gonna like end up being really good when they get to that point. But in preparation for this role, have you seen what Dwayne's done to his body? No. Have you seen pictures of this? All right, so just somebody go in. Uh, if you're listening to this, just just type in the Google, and I'm Frank. I'm going to share it with you. Just type in the Rock Legs Pick, right? And look at oh wow, look, yeah, look look at this. He looks like a fucking minotaur. Like look at him holding a chain in this Instagram photo. Like you know, like because because that's you know that's how he's working out. It's just like fucking you know fucking i guess like you know like whipping chains like you know, i, I wish on. i wish that <clears throat> so i'm going to describe what what chris is sharing on the screen uh so it's it's google uh, and in his search bar he has the rock legs pick uh-huh and then it says images for rock legs and i'm really disappointed <laughs> that there's no like pictures of the thing or something from mm. fantastic four hold on here's here's another shot look at that Look at those veins and the legs, like. Yeah. But I mean, that's his thing. That's what he does. He's about his body. Look, look at that. It's so, the 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 thighs are so disproportionate, even to his they, like fucking. But let me say, let me say this to you. They look like superhero legs. Like they look like how someone would draw a superhero's. How leg. some people would draw superheroes' legs from a specific time period. Most right? comic book artists from you know the eighties and nineties would draw legs like that. Yeah, and still no pictures of the thing. What the fuck? Oh no! You want you want me to scroll real quick? There's there's no there's there's no thing. He's got rock legs. Why am I not seeing like some actual rock legs? Oh, there's rock Here, crab legs. Here's here's some chicken legs. Right. Oh, there's are <laughs> on a rock. Yeah, there's a rock with legs. This is the most interesting part of this podcast so far is looking at your your GIS images. Um, here's a there's here's a picnic a, table. It is. It's but it's called a pilot rock six foot outdoor heavy duty nice. table. Um, here's a barred rock with dark legs. Apparently, that's of some kind of bird or hen or some shit like that. Like, well, a rock is a uh, imaginary creature. Learn how to raise chickens. That's the website. Oh, Heasterbine um, is all about the barred rock. <laughs> he probably does. Um, There's a lady taking the selfie. Here's sexy legs goth. Um, crossbone punk rock. Right. Like, it's there rock. it is. Rock. There you go. All right. Let's right. get back to these videos. <laughs> um, it's this Halloween. idea wore out its welcome. Oh, all right, so so as now we are moving into that was the segue into our last four trailers, um, which are all comedies to one degree or another. So uh, something f- old spice commercial. Um, 
Oh, now a tractor supply commercial. They're only five seconds each, though. All right. So the trailer I'm going to show you, Frank, is Lyle Lyle Crocodile. It's in theaters October 7th. Um, it is uh, voiced by Sean Mendez and stars Javier Bardem. Uh, so it is both animated and live action. Mm. My favorite. <laughs> This feels like a future Spin Chagrin movie in the making. <laughs> and and I think we got like a little introduction here from oh, Sean. I, I hope so. Sean Mendez, the voice of Lyle. Hmm. We're so excited for you to see the new trailer. Musical for too, it looks like. Lyle, Lyle, Crocodile. Watch it now. Um, 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 you know. <laughs> that is an ambulance. What was that? That was a car tire. What was that? I have no idea what that was. New York City. Did we just move here? I think we did. You think Josh is gonna be okay? It's fun. This is my crocodile, Lyle. Please take good care of him. Josh, time to wake up. Come on. I mean, I'm okay with this so far. He's not dangerous. He's just lonely like me. Hey, you wake up? He can't talk, but he can sing. When no one ever has to hide. Could not be happy. We have a crocodile. You know, so. <laughs> Fuck that cat. Wow! That was totally awesome! The city must do something. Do you realize how different things have been since I met him? Oh, now he's a wrestling coach. Everything for me. Not just for me. Hey, wedgie. Giving him a wedgie. Javier Bardem doing some moves, dancing. We have to show people that they don't have to be afraid. Oh, look, he's wearing a Gators shirt. I don't think I will ever watch this. <laughs> but I have no problem with this movie. Well, the Snapchat filter saying that's kind of. I don't know. It's it's like a five, maybe. It's it's not it's not my thing necessarily, uh -huh. but you know, it could be. Um, could be fun. Yeah, it could be all right. For a kids' movie, it looks like it's pretty decent. Maybe it'd be like Paddington. You know, Paddington is surprising if you watch it. Yeah. You you're putting that on a list someday because I can't force myself as much as I hear you and everybody else that I see on the internet talk about how good Paddington and Paddington Two is. I just can't hit play until you put it on a list someday. So here's the thing: every once in a while, a kids' movie happens 
that hits the right levels of whimsy and nostalgia and just good natured fun while still telling a good story that it kind of elevates it above you know i think that zathura does that there's a kid's movie that i i find to be no i've never seen it yeah yeah no it's not perfect you know spiderwick chronicles is another one not perfect never seen but it just does just enough and they're fun and you know entertaining so maybe this Lyle the Crocodile, whatever the fuck. Lyle you know, Crocodile. Maybe that movie will Yeah. Maybe that movie will do it. Maybe laugh a couple of times, genuinely. Yeah. Apparently a pretty famous like book. Um so I don't know. Got the dude from Stranger Things that plays um what's his name? Uh the ball guy with the beard. So Oh yeah, right. All right. So next one is currently on Peacock. You go watch it right now, Frank. If you I probably have. <laughs> you haven't. It stars Quayle Kukwo and um, Pete Davidson. It is called Meat Cute. Oh my gosh. <laughs> What's the problem? Uh, I, I'm already at <laughs> nine. I hate the term Meat Cute. Uh, um. Look, they put a twist on the meat cute, though. All right? Okay? All right. Let's, well, let's let me just see, see it. Let me see All right. it. You ever had a night like this ever in your entire life? Go say hello. Buy him a drink. Hi, I'm Sheila. Hi. Hi. I'm, uh, I'm Gary. Can I get old fashioned? Oh, fashion. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, uh-huh. mate. That was... Kind of weird. Well, not really. Old fashioned does sound good. It really does. Are they the same person or is she like? Oh, let's see. Oh. I've got to come clean with you. I'm from the future. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a little. He's confused. from the future. If you couldn't hear. So how much do you use the tanning machine? Oh no, it's not a tan machine. It's a time machine. Try it. It's fun. I've spent the entire week with you. This night, seven times in a row. Wait, what'd you do with the other you from the past? Do you think I'm crazy? But it's really cute. Okay. You ever had a night like this ever in your entire life? I just wanted to change a couple things to make you more perfect. This never happened with old Gary. You erase the pain. You erase the person. What exactly did you change about me? I have this ability to take your pain away. It's not yours to take away, Sheila. It, it came from a good place, Gary. Yeah, so did gender reveal parties. Started as an accident. <laughs> <laughs> and this time, I am going to make it work. A real Sophie's Choice kind of decision now, isn't it? I love it when you make that joke. What? What? I think this is a fantastic <laughs> concept. More, more meaningful, like, I don't know, like to kill Hitler. Well, I did take out Smithson. Who? Exactly. I think that's a really good concept. I like the Groundhog Day type thing. Uh-huh. And I really like the idea of continuously making things worse by trying to make them better. Right. 
Um, I just don't think those two are the ones that can pull it off. And I cannot stand looking at Pete Davidson. Like, <laughs> tell me, tell me what, I feel what, like what, I'm, what, do you, what do you think when you look at Pete Davidson's face right there? I think if you made jaundice a person, it would be Pete Davidson. <laughs> like that's that's you really know. mean, Frank. Yeah. 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 Uh, like there's that there's that Disney movie where all the um, different emotions are like represented by you know funny caricatures inside a person's body, mm-hmm. which I can't remember what it's called anymore. But um, it's a good movie. I've seen it. like I watched it. it was It was good. Um, and this is like Pete Davidson is like. You know, it, you, if if you got to have the four horsemen of the apocalypse, he's like famine or pestilence or something like. If he, you know, if, just if, if we're talking about the humors, he's like phlegm. Yeah, or viscous like eye <laughs> drippings or something. I don't know. He's he's just all like sunken brown spots, and I don't know. I don't know. Did did you watch the King of Staten Island by Staten Island by any chance? Nah, because Besant said good things about it, so it made me not want to watch it. <laughs> he said actually mediocre things to me. Like it was know. enough. All right. Um. Yeah, like I don't know. I there like uh Davidson has his moments. Like certainly, like um I've seen weekend update spots where he has good jokes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Sometimes he can be funny. Know? Sometimes. Absolutely. Um, I also, I, I have a certain amount of empathy for him because of he has a lot of mental illness, I guess, that he suffers with that he like is constantly like trying to correct things in himself. So I, you know, I mean, I have an em- oh, some empathy sure. for him, but yeah, I mean, and, I and he was very, he was so him. young. He was so young when he got cast. Like, you know, I mean, he was like, what, 21 or something like that when he got cast on right. SNL? It's like way too much fame, like, you know, like, um too quick and for somebody with mental health issues um i mean he should be in a horror movie about a guy that's being eaten from the inside by some like monstrous parasite oh. that's what he looks like to me like something sucking the the vital essence he from is i didn't add that as a um as a movie there's a movie that i think just came out um it's only starring in, in at the senator right now um, called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Yeah, it's yeah. Horror, and, it's a horror uh-huh. comedy. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I actually thought that looked like it, it's probably going to be bad, but it's like there were some of the jokes in it that I thought were pretty good. Um, for a horror comedy, when I saw in the, the trailer for in theaters. Um, you know, in Spanish, that movie's called Muerte, Muerte, Muerte. Hmm. Isn't that weird that, that that's is. like the translation for it? I saw the Spanish language poster for it for some reason, and I thought it was strange. And I was like, that like there's two movies with that and then i realized it was the same movie that is hey can i break some uh can i break some news that will already be broken when this airs okay uh warner brothers greenlit uh the keanu reeves version of constantine to be in a sequel oh huh interesting um with akiva goldsmith writing the screenplay so that's gonna be terrible But uh, Abrams is uh, producing it, and Tony Mingola's daughter, I guess, Anna Mingola. Uh, uh, doesn't say anything about the plot or anything, but that's interesting enough. Okay, so uh, since breaking news, let's quickly go through this. Kiva Goldsmith, um, writing credits. You said he's writing, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. The Client. 
Yay or nay? Nay, I guess. Bad movie. Oh, why do I know this movie? Silent Fall. What is that? I don't know it. Richard Dreyfus, Linda Hamilton, Lithgow, J.T. Walsh, and Liv Tyler. Oh, I never seen that, but I remember it coming out um, from Entertainment Weekly. That's what it is. I I can't comment on that. <laughs> Batman Forever. You know how I feel about Batman Forever, right? Um, A Time to Kill. Yeah, you're not the Batman and Robin. No, oh, they deserve to die. <laughs> And I hope they burn uh, in hell. I hope they burn in hell. Um, that's a yay nay. They kind of in the middle. Batman yeah. and Robin is a terrible movie. It's a nay. Um, <laughs> Lost in Space. That's a nay. That's a hard nay. Practical Magic. Uh, that movie's not terrible. Right. It's like middling, right? Yeah. It's okay. So, so now he breaks through, right? Like, you know, with his, um, with his Oscar, A Beautiful Mind. I actually hate that movie quite a bit, so that's a name for me. All right. Uh-huh. Um, I, Robot. Uh, that's also... Uh, nay. But only because I don't really like the uh, source material either, so... Yeah. Cinderella Man. Uh, that's the boxing one, right? I don't really yep. remember that movie. Yeah, it's like just mediocre. Um, it's mid. I mean, we saw this in the theater. Da Vinci Code. Oh, fucking nay times 20. Uh huh. I am legend. Uh, that's a very soft yay. Hmm. Okay. I never saw Angels and Demons, the sequel. Well, um, I'm sure it's a super nay as well. Right. Uh, I've never seen Winner's Tale, um, with Colin Firth. I don't know that movie. Um, that was his directorial debut. Um, he wrote one of the di- the Divergent series. I don't I don't know anything about that. So. I didn't see any of them. Uh, the Fifth Wave. I don't know what that is. I I think I need to watch it though. Um, it's <laughs> a sci-fi action film. It looks like a like a disa- like sci-fi disaster action. Um that he wrote that is oh and he wrote it with Jeff Pinkner awesome um Chloe Grace Morantz Nick Robinson Ron Livingston Maggie Siff hmm. Alex Rowe Maria Bello Lee Shriver um that sounds like something that's like right up my alley to fucking watch and like hate my life um Rings, which I have on my um, Amazon. I haven't watched Rings yet, um, like with an S. Um, I fell asleep. Yeah, but he wrote that. Um, Transformer. Oh, that's just a story. Um, it's probably based on characters. The Dark Tower, which I refuse to watch. Um, I, know, I didn't watch it either. And then he directed, but did not write a movie called Stephanie um, in 2017. Looks like it's a supernatural horror. Do you know this movie? I don't know this movie. No, I gotta look it up. Frank Grillo and Anna Torv. I like her, so let me look at that. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I've never seen that. I recognize that that cover though. 
Yeah, it's not free anywhere. Um, <clears throat> oh, Harry Perrino is also in it. That's a fucking terrible track record. So, um, yeah. if he's writing this new Constantine movie, there is no hope for this thing. Right. And then it's going to be awful. Keanu is Keanu. So, uh huh. <laughs> but I mean, I like his Constantine well enough. So, yeah. even though I was super disappointed at yeah. the time, like, it's fine. And it's got one of the best scenes with him talking to uh, the devil. That's um, true. There, there's some well-written scenes in that movie. I would argue there's just not well-acted scenes in that movie. Like, I do not like Keanu's, like, Constantine at all. Um, I hate that movie when I saw it, and I've seen bits and pieces here and there, and I'm still not a fan. All right, we got two more trailers left, Frank. Let's do it. So next up is rom-com. We don't see most of those in the theaters anymore. Um, October 21st, you know. Julie Roberts, George Clooney is the stars. Fucking Tracy Hepburn here. Um, it is called Ticket to Paradise. Like the... Um... What's his name song? I got two tickets to paradise. Right. Yeah, I don't think so. Eddie Money. Eddie Money. Yes, That's Eddie Money. Yep. All right. So let's let's go ahead and check this out. These um God, they gotta both be approaching sixty at this point, right? Well, they look good still. Sure. Well, yeah. They got a lot of money. <laughs> Oh, is this one of the ones? Oh, right. Okay. I'm sorry. I think your things are in my seat. Oh, Look, three dog night out and fun oh, trailer already. You've got to be kidding me. Excuse me, ma'am. I need to sit somewhere else. We used to be married. Worst 19 years of my life. We were only married for five. I'm counting the recovery. In four days' time. Our daughter's going to marry a guy she just met in Bali, millions of miles from home. I just really want to kiss you. It's like I looked up for the first time and realized everything I ever wanted was right in front of me. She's throwing her career away. Just like her mother did. So I'm the only one who can stop her. She doesn't listen to him. Oh, champagne. Oh, two, please. Just leave the bottle. Thank you. I won't let her throw her life away. We need to trick her into dumping him. As much as this will pain us both, we have to call a truce to make this work. Good being lockstep. I know I'm supposed to be talking, but I really just kind of want to pay attention to this trailer. Do you murder each other until you murder me first? We are here for you, my love. Yes, we're in lockstep. Yes. What a toxic story. I promise. No mean comments. Pretty sure you don't win anything for eating the whole pig. No arguing. No passive aggression. What about aggressive aggression? Try to keep the snoring down. I have a nasal strip. It's a mystery you're still alone. Mom, Dad, this is Gidei. Almost close to yesterday. Yeah, I have no interest in this movie at all. That's <laughs> make me look bad. It's from the director of Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. It's not your Mamma Mia. Right. Don't be a chicken. I might be working with the sharks. Come on. The premise of this offends me that they want to, like, ruin oh their God, daughter's God. life. And a dolphin just hit George Clooney in the dick. Yeah. So what's the plan? I say we steal the rings. So it's like these two are going to fall in love again while they're trying to ruin their daughter's life. Well, they're not trying to ruin his life. The guy's going to end up being like a, a scammer or something. Oh, no. What are you talking about? She found the rings. Where? In mom's bag. I knew it. 
What? You clean up pretty good. They don't believe in love. It's not for the faint of heart. This is not his first rodeo. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Can we they're get something a little more age appropriate for these? And they're going to try to ruin their daughter's relationship. Which one? Oh. There's only one. House of Pain. Here we go. Oh, yeah. No, no. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Yes, deal okay. with it. Deal with it. Tell me. <laughs> Frank Frank movie trope hate part two. <laughs> old people dancing to yeah. old music and uh -huh. young people being horrified that those old people are dancing. That's not That's also insinuating that they're like our age if they're into House of Pain. Like George Clooney's like fucking eighteen years older than me or something. So he wasn't into House of Pain when House of Pain was out. No. He was listening to Christopher George Clooney Cross is sixty one and... years old. Um so I I got that one. No, he's sixteen years older than me. Julie Roberts is fifty <clears throat> four. Neither of them were listening to House of Pain. Not to the point where they were into it. You don't think Eric Roberts was like coked out and listening to House of Pain at some point, like during his career, and like you know she she heard it. I mean, I'm sure they heard the song, but they wouldn't be something that would make him get up and dance. No, no, they'd be dancing to like Dear Commissar or something. You no, know, <laughs> they ain't gonna be no goddamn House of Pain. <laughs> I'm actually surprised it's not that or um. Like Kagaguju or something like too shy. Like that's that would make more sense. It should have been Der Commissar, and he should have been doing him like an imitation of like the Russian like uh fuck what are they called Bolshevik dance like where they like put their arms right yeah like, cross so, their arms and, like, <laughs> yeah well that might happen. I mean we only saw we only saw the Cabbage Patch that he was doing at one point, right. and then what what's the what's the thing where they hold hands and they do the what what is that move? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I was. Do you remember that from the trailer? No, I was too disgusted. So look, look, look at me. So they hold hands and then they do the like the. Like, oh, the well, yeah, like they're doing some kind of pop and lock shit with yeah, the robot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. uh huh. I don't know what that's called. All right, so the last trailer that I have to show you, um, is an oddity in that I knew this movie was being made, um. You are not a fan of the original movies whatsoever. Um, and I knew this movie was being made with John Hamm in the lead role. Um, and I have not heard about it in months. And then suddenly today, the trailer debuts and it is also on demand today, which might tell you something about the quality of this movie. All right. It's called Confess Fletch. And it is the latest. I know. What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, it, I, it, I, I, I got home today. I sat down to eat. I made my dinner. I sat down to eat. I turned on my, my TV. I have a smart TV. And there's fucking John Hamm looking at me and Fletch. And I said, number one, how the fuck did this actually happen after 30 years of assholes trying to make a new Fletch movie for no goddamn reason? And number two, how the fuck did I not know it was being made? And here it is for me to watch. So I never have to watch it. See, but this I feel is like what you don't listen it? to me. You don't listen to me. This is this proves that you don't listen to me. I've told you very specifically. We had a conversation 
for at least 60 seconds about me telling you I was really interested in them trying to do Fletch right. Oh, no, I remember that. I thought oh, okay. it wasn't actually going to happen. Oh, yeah, no. John oh, no. was cast in it. Like, I no, no, no. I, I blocked that shit out because... Listen, Tell me how you feel about Fletch. Yeah. I don't understand why people like Fletch. I don't, like, it's not... Make, like, Turk 88, right? Isn't that the name of that movie? Like, re remake that shit. Like, fucking Fletch. And then all these asshole fucking boomer directors wanting to remake fucking Fletch. Like, fuck Fletch. F fuck Chevy Chase. Fuck John Hamm for being in this goddamn Fletch movie. I just don't care. I don't care. Show me the trailer. <laughs> so, so, I've always been convinced that Chevy Chase is a bad Fletch. That Chevy Chase is always trying to get himself over. Like, in those movies. Um, so I was somewhat interested in the idea of like, cause I really like John Hamm a lot and I think he has like really good comedic chops and could do like this really like nuanced care, very much like Elliot Gould in, um, the long goodbye, like where there's comedic chops inside of a dramatic, like, you know, sad character. Um, I thought that he could bring that to Fletch, but let's watch this trailer, um, and see, how interesting this movie actually looks. Hi, Frank. Where are you right now? None of your business. Come on, Fletch. Aren't you bored? I do love Bradley Whitford, though. I got that police report you wanted. I just emailed it to you. It's encrypted. Uh, what's the password? Go ask yourself. Hmm. My father's paintings were stolen. Real fucking funny. Picasso was appraised at $20 million. Well, that hardly seems worth stealing. You're not a detective. But I was an investigative reporter. It's an occupation that's been cheapened by the digital age, like president. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Call me in the middle of a yawn. Can you imagine that? Who killed this young woman? I think the victim interrupted an art theft. Your fingerprints are on the murder weapon, and someone matching your description was seen with the victim. Come back with me to police headquarters. I get it. You want my help? Okay. Hey, guys, this is the way we can call in a coffee or a kill for a macchiato. Not literally. Can you imagine how downhearted I was watching this? A bit of a shady character, Mr. Fletcher. Oh, I'm feeling it. But I am adorable. If you did kill that girl, do the right thing and give me an exclusive. Let's talk about the suspects. I hate comedy noir. Unless it's you love Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I was just about to say unless it's Kiss Kiss Bang Bang or the nice or the nice guys. You're becoming paranoid. Maybe you should get a cut. Kid Detective had comedy elements too. The noir. He's making goddamn Chevy Chase faces as fuck. Did you? What is this? Windbird and Bernstein? Almost. This stupid idiot moron has something to do with this. You want me on the outside so I can solve this thing? Are you Fletcher? Yes, I am. Oh! I mean, no, I'm not. I always get that wrong. You know what it is? He's channeling Cops Chevy Chase. By way of Steve Martin through the corpse of Steve Carell. 
that's what that performance is. It is fucking garbage. It. I can't believe. You know, I, I, I swear it's, to God, I almost texted you because I saw it pop up on my screen and it immediately like sent a wave of nausea and sadness through me and I immediately forgot that it happened until you just brought it up. I should have known. I should have fucking known when you said that it was something that came up today because I just saw it today. Mm-hmm. It ruined my Alfredo. I made this delicious Alfredo fucking ruined my Alfredo. <laughs> And I'm sitting there watching this, sh- like looking at this shit, thinking, like, I, I gotta, I. Is it on Amazon Prime? Nah, it's VOD. So you gotta pay for that shit too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, um, yeah. It 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 was a I like I saw it and I was like, oh shit! Like you know, I was on Reddit and I was like, shit! Like I didn't know this like was so finished that there was a trailer out like you know it just just released today and then it's like you know i watch it i'm like oh my god that's that's really disappointing that that is a boring ass movie it doesn't look funny it doesn't look that interesting and then i like look it up and i'm like when does this come out like because i'm trying to take notes to be fucking semi-professional to like know when it comes out and it was today on video on demand. You can pay for it right now. I think it's twenty dollars or nineteen ninety nine. Um like no theatrical release. Just like that's the that's that's the um you know optimism that the studio had on this movie because it looks bad. It looks real bad. Um and it's it's so bad, and I like paid so little attention to it after so long that I just realized that it's not Bradley Whitford; it's fucking Roger Slattery, um, in that role. I just There's thought Bra- I just person. thought I, I just thought Bradley Whitford had like lost like fucking fifty pounds, um, because he goes up and down all the time. Um, what is this being recommended to me? The Infernal Machine is that a book or some shit? I don't know. All right, hold on. Bonus trailer, and then we're done. <laughs> Infernal Machine, Guy Pierce. But... Oh, that is Guy Pierce. It is Guy Pierce. Yeah, I'm not fucking with you. What do you? How do you feel about Guy Pierce? This is a message for William How does anyone feel Bruce about Guy Pierce? Mr. Dukens, I'm calling in response to the letters I've received from you. I'm not sure how you found me, but your letters constitute harassment. So please stop sending them. Is this some kind of conspiracy theory thing? Pulling it off the shelves because of the shooter from Knoxville. He's the reason I never wrote a second book. The right combination of words will make a man do. The 17-year-old killed 13 people after reading the controversial novel, The Infernal Machine. <laughs> I have a hundred of these at my house. From your driver, he drives a red hatchback. These are the only vehicles our drivers use. Paranoid thriller? How about the... Eh, maybe be like, in the mouth of madness, sort of? Yeah, a little bit, I get, a, I get that. I get that. In the mouth of madness, secret window, you know? I don't know. You tell me what he wanted from you. I wanted to know if I saw the same things in the book as he did. You're saying there's a hidden message in that book? For the whole world to hear. I can't make sense out of madness now. 
Can you, Bruce? You got a lot of questions about that book of yours. I know where we are, Mr. Again. I'm a fan of the idea of like. Mr. Coughlin. Questions they sanity. Is there anybody who might have a score to settle with you? Yeah, paranoid, paranoid horror thriller, I guess. Yeah. You know what? This is a movie. This is a movie I'd watch and be disappointed in. Yeah. Oh, it's got CRTs in it, so Ryan will be down. If you don't know how to play them, that was sure as hell. Oh, Jerry Davies probably playing too small of a role, and the same role he's played for the past 20 years. Jeremy Davies is some kind of serial killer that they can't show you, so it'll be a surprise. Right. That looks fine. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it and probably be disappointed. I know it. Like, I'd be like, eh. Everything in life is disappointing. I'll, wa I'll watch point. it, like, drunk at, like, you know, 1130, and I'll be like, you know, eh, don't watch that thing. And then you'll decide, like, whether you watch it or not, unless you buy it for by day nine like before i get to see it on like hulu or something um because that's the thing where it's like i'll like immediately like after like watching a podcast movie it's like i'll be like i'm watching this fucking movie with a guy pierce and you know but you might be mean to it if if it costs money i don't know i have been um more reticent to pay the video on demand price because i've been burned so many times right and typically everything that i want to watch video on demand ends up on like amc plus you know or showtime like a month after i pay for it so yeah i'm just um, being more patient now yeah paramount, paramount, I gotta watch paramount getting ready to absorb because they own showtime uh -huh. they're getting ready to it seems like they're getting ready to absorb showtime like in the paramount so it'll probably be soon enough all Showtime stuff will be through Paramount. I resubscribed to their Paramount package or whatever, so it's fine. Yeah. Because there was something that I had to watch that was on Paramount Plus, and so I just did it, and now Clerks. I just have it. Yeah, it might have been that, yeah. 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 Another fucking awful thing you forced me to do. <laughs> so what... So out of the past two weeks of Chagrin Trailers... Is it Cactus Jack? Is that the most chagrin? Yeah, that's a 10. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Cactus Jack. Meet the Fablemans. Mm. Uh, White Noise. Mm -hmm. mm. Okay. That Fletch shit. Those are all in the 9 or 10 range. They're all yeah. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you showed me a couple of movies that I'm actually kind of curious to see. So I Okay, know. which ones are you curious to see? Uh, Fearway or whatever the fuck it was called. Like, <laughs> okay. I think that one will be pretty uh -huh. cool. Um, I already wanted to see The Surrogates. I don't know if that really counts. Okay. Um, it's fine. That conspiracy theory, which wasn't even part of your plan. Oh, yeah. What, um, was, what was the name of it again? Um. The Infernal actually, Machine. Okay. Yeah, I actually would probably watch that Pete Davidson, um, Kelly Kuko. You can do it right now. Uh, right. So at some point, I'll probably watch it just because I really, yeah. I don't think enough people go with the Groundhog Day formula because I think there's a lot of goodness that you can do there. Mm -hmm. um, I like that idea of her. Like, there's those um, Happy Death Day movies that do the same thing. 
um and i find them to be pretty interesting so not that they're like great movies um but you know whatever yeah okay so here's the surprise at the end of this here's what i want here's what i want i'm going to make sure in the next year to watch all these movies okay Every single one of them? Yeah, every single one of them. You ain't gonna I'm, watch La La Crocodile. Get the fuck out of here. I'm gonna watch La La Crocodile. Here's the thing. I want you to watch all these movies. I want you to watch all these movies. And next year, we do an episode where it is a continuation of The Spin Chagrin. Where you end up picking the five worst movies. I just named them. Maybe four of them. Maybe you're gonna make me watch motherfucking Fletch. Yeah, yeah. And you pick the five worst movies as a top five spin chagrin. Most chagrin. That's fine. I mean, I'm excited for Black Adam too. I don't know. Some of that shit I'll just watch anyway because I want to. I really, 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 really. I'm gonna have to pay to watch fucking Cactus Jack, man. And that's just going to be fourteen. No, 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 no. Fucking Prime will have it up in a year. Some somebody will have that shit up for free. Shit, Shutter will put it up because they're oh, fucking, yeah, they probably they're, will. they're right. gluttons for fucking punishment. Yeah, um, for punishing me. <laughs> so, and then next year, supplementary podcast. I know it's fifty episodes. Then I say we do the same thing next year. Two weeks of trailers. Spin chagrin after that. Following. You're giving our life expectancies a lot of credit here, but okay. I'll agree. I'm down. All right. I ain't never coming back from Thailand. Ah. Like, you're listening to this. Ah. I this am in. This is the end. I am in Thailand right now while you're listening to this. I, I may never come back. We are T minus. <laughs> We're you you know I made that joke the last time that we pre-recorded something for your vacation and you're like of course I'm coming back and now it's like a week later of pre-recording you're like I'm never coming back I'm just and, saying and, and and the viewers are going to be so confused because nobody's going to know who was recorded at what time and things are going to be right. released differently it's like it's like you're building um an air of mystery it's an air um, mystery. Uh, I'm, ni- I'm 19 days from being on a 23-hour flight. So yes, yes, you are. Can't wait. I um, yeah, and um, I've been pretty professional recently in terms of like you know, uh, curbing my drinking while doing the podcast. Mm. This one I did not do that whatsoever because this watching these trailers again because I watched all these already. Watching these trailers again was fucking painful. Uh, it's the true Inferno machine. <laughs> God, I added that to the fucking list now too. Um, all right, I, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I really want to see that movie. I'll watch it. Yeah, let me. There's just... also okay. So not to drag this out anymore. <laughs> there's a horror movie called Banshee Chapter. Have you seen this? <laughs> no. That is basically what you should watch it. Okay. Seriously, it's 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 a found footage horror. It's 
not the greatest movie, but there's some good stuff in it, and it's it's definitely entertaining and worth watching. So, oh, it's out now. Oh, it's been out for a million years. I don't know. It's like ten years old or something. I think. Banshee, um... Banshee chapter, I think is what it's called. Look nah, up Banshee nah, something, yeah, yeah. and as long as it's not the TV show, then you found it. Right. I um. Oh, why is to be signing out on my browser? Um, whatever. Fine. It is called Banshee Chapter. So it is, it is. I I was just trying to like save it to my watch list real quick. Um, because I looked it up to see if I had seen it. And I had not seen it, but um whatever all right so i will remember this um this plan was concocted an hour ago um of of continuing to spin chagrin through trailers um in the future to honor this year-long journey which you still have many weeks of not that many. <laughs> eh, it's enough. It's more than you thought it was. Um, so <laughs> we still have like fourteen weeks or something left of the spinach grin. Mm. So, <clears throat> all right. So, hope you enjoyed the interlude. Um, we will be back next week, as you're hearing this, um, with some category that is yet to be determined um but uh thank you for listening everybody and we will be back sometime next year with the follow-up to this of frank's top five chagrin movies out of the list of trailers here yep oh thanks for listening deuces <laughs>